Hey, this is Joe Castiglione, and you're listening to Not Another Sox Podcast with Matt Caval, Matt LeBeau, and Jack Webster. Can you believe it? I just came to say I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Buenos noches, amigos, and welcome to another episode of Not Another Socks Podcast. I am Jack Webster here with Matt Galveo and Matt LeBeau. We are in spring training. Oh, yeah, Jack. Where are you right now? It looks like you're in somewhere very tropical. Uh, yeah, no. Maybe I'm a resort? Here in, you know, Alligator City down in Florida, just watching, you know, some of my favorite spring training teams and, uh, you know, um, wrestling some alligators. Yeah, dude. It look and you got like kind of like a Steve Irwin vibe going on. Yeah, and, and you know, like Steve Irwin, I hate the race. Right. And that's the look that you were going for. <laughs> but yeah, this, this is now officially actually an anti-race podcast. Not yeah. the baseball team. The uh the 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 fish. Is it a fish or is it a rep a reptile? No. It's a fish. Yeah. Mammal? Is it a mammal? Maybe. I think it's like it's a common. It's not a mammal. Yeah, I think no. it's like a Look common. It. It's well, like a, well, like a, uh, a dolphin's a mammal. Yeah. But but I think a ray it? is like a. Dolphin's a dolphin. No, dolphins are mammals. I don't know. <laughs> e- either way, we're, we got the spring training vibes. The guys got the Hawaiian shirts out. We're, we're, we're fun in the sun in Florida. Um, unfortunately, none of us are actually in Florida. It is currently 24 degrees outside um but the red Sox are in florida and spring training is in in, uh, full swing so we're happy to report on it yeah um just want to uh let everybody see this um this koozie says board meeting and you know the guys are just yeah that's just like such like a dad it's like such a dad like koozie yeah (laughs) yeah very unwind jalax vibes much like uh, LeBeau's sunglasses, dude. He's got the dad sunglasses going yeah. on, which is an awesome vibe. Yep. If um, if I had a Yeti, like a Yeti cup. Oh, yeah. A Yeti tumbler. Yeah. I was berating a waitress. I would be perfect <laughs> for Florida. Right yeah. <laughs> at, at a Hooters. At a Hooters. Yes. Dude, you, you look like you're about to wake your family up at like 6 a.m. for like a 4 p.m. flight to Florida. Yep. Absolutely. That's we the have vibe. to get you, the continental breakfast. Yep. The continental breakfast. And you're just going to blast like ACDC in the car on your way over to the airport. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Highway to hell on full blast. Yep. We got oh, a six man. hour drive to Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> Stopping at the Waffle House on the way. Oh, yeah. Denny's. <laughs> Florida people are a different breed, man. Shout yeah. out if you're from if you're listening from Florida. That's like another country, basically. Yeah. If you're listening from Florida, we're sorry, first of all. <laughs> you know, it's tough because Florida obviously has as as many of a, as its downsides that it has. It, it it is nice in parts, you know, and it's it's a great place to vacation, spend some time. But uh, by and large, you know, Florida is just one of those states. It's just one of those states. 
I feel like they embrace it more out of any other state in the union. They do. They do. They own it. I mean, think about like which states Mountain Dew marketed their alcohol to. <laughs> like they knew they knew what they were doing. It was three states, Florida. Yeah. So. Also, if anybody lives in any of those states, I don't I don't know how legal this is, but if you can send some over to us, the new Baja Blast, um, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. We will send you a sticker if you do. It's a fair trade. That is. It is. I think so, for sure. But uh, man, dude, we're back. Spring training. You know, it's in full swing right now. We're we're very we're inching close to the start of the regular season and opening day. Um, I think it's what a week from Thursday. So we're in uh, we're in full swing here. That's why we got the uh, spring training vibes going on. So let's uh, let's kick this this bad boy up with some spring training talk here. Yeah, no, it's a little bit of a different feel going into spring training because, you know, we were so unsure if we were even going to have a season to, to a certain degree. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, a week later, we're actually having games. And, uh, you know, a few weeks after that, we're getting ready for the season now. So it definitely, you know, um, uh, feels a little bit different this year. Yeah, it's uh, it, it definitely has, like you said, a different feel, um, a lot more condensed all into one. But I think we're we're seeing some good footage, and it seems like guys are are happy to be there. There's there's a there's a, a good vibe, not just for the Red Sox, but for you know every major league team because this was in jeopardy for so long. So it, it just it's like found gold for these guys. Like you know they're able to kind of do it and be there, and they're just really happy to be there. Um, I really for me it's been tough. Like so if if you know the struggle if you live in New England, right? And you don't have cable, so I, I'm, yeah. I'm holding out for cable. I don't have cable. And, Smart move, right? Exactly. So I I I, I buy Fubo TV every year from oh, yeah. April through October, and that gets me Nesson. But I'm trying to hold out a little bit longer before I actually buy it. Yeah. So I I, I the, the spring training games have been tough for me to watch. Right. I've like tried to like you know illegally stream them, but it's been a yeah. little difficult. Maybe working. I've worked in a couple of uh, radio calls. You know, me and Jack are in the office. <clears throat> you know, a lot of the games, obviously, are they're all during the day, pretty much. So, um, you know, our shout out our uh, boy Joe Castig. You know, he's been helping me get through it a little bit. But uh, yeah, I haven't been able to catch too too much of uh, spring training. But um, you know, all the bit the bits that I've I've can you know Joe Joe Castig has definitely uh, you know helped me through it for sure too. Yeah. So shout out to him if you're listening. No, spring baseball on the radio is an all-time classic. You really can't right. beat it. You don't have to pay attention to much at all. Joe Stick will let you know when any actual thing is going on or when they can just talk about whatever. So I think that's kind of the beauty of it is, you know, kind of the almost not relaxed nature of the broadcast, but you do get to see some other things that you might not normally see or not normally hear uh, during a regular season. Yeah. Also, we've kind of talked about this before, I think, but, you know, e even like, you know, uh, a midsummer game, like, you know, when you're at the beach, just hanging out, maybe having a couple beverages. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, throw on the radio broadcast on the beach that that hits different, too, man. That is that is underrated. No, it, it, it hits it hits way different. You're at the beach and, you know, you have a family um, maybe uh, 25, 30 feet away that's blasting music that you just 
just don't really like. But then no. you're you're in your you're in your zone, and you got Joe Castiglione on the radio, and you got that fucking you know ham and cheese sandwich on the Khaleesi roll. Hell yeah! And you got the Cape Cod chips, and uh, maybe a little Di Petrillo's pizza mixed yep. in. You know, it really it just like it's it just it's so New England it hurts, and that's something to look forward to. Um, if we were in Florida right now, we can have that experience, but yeah. unfortunately we got to wait a few months for it. So, and you got, maybe you got the Jersey on when you're lounging on, you know, yep. lounging on the chair, you throw I mean, on a, big, throw on a Jersey, huge beach Jersey guy. Huge. Yep. That's huge. the only way to do it. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're a huge, just Jersey guy in yes. any uh, social situation <laughs> at all. I don't yep. think, you know, the beach makes it that much special other than the fact that, you know, it is another location for you. Right. It is another place. Uh, this one for me, like I, I like you said, I can claim to be a, a beach jersey guy, but that's just because like people are like, oh, he's at the beach. He's wearing a jersey like that's kind of socially acceptable. But everywhere else that I do it, it's like not. So this is like I just have an excuse. Matt LeBeau like walks into a funeral with like uh you know the Pedroia jersey on. Yep. He's just like <laughs> absolute scumbag. A formal job interview, like you know, <laughs> I really try to embrace Jason Veritek as uh you know my leadership in this company here. So I wanted to you know showcase my support for him. You know, I feel like wearing a Brock Holt jersey to a job interview is like a great move because it shows that you're versatile yep. and you can handle different different tasks, you know, that they throw at you. You're just like, you know, you're a five tool guy. You can do whatever, you know, they ask. Yeah, I think that honestly is a great move. And I, that's career advice by me. Uh, next job interview that anybody has, just toss on a Brock Holt jersey and then they're probably higher on the spot. Absolutely. Yeah. Brock Holt did uh, hit a home run off of us the other day in spring training. So I feel like it's only appropriate that, you know, uh, That's right. we mention his great name on this podcast. Open invite. Open invite. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, Heim, Heim Bloom, you know, uh, has embraced the uh, the spring training vibes as well. You know, he's had a couple uh, looks, you know, that, uh, that have been on the Twitter machine, too. So shout out to him for embracing the vibes. Um, yeah, no, for sure. He's, he's rocking the bucket hat. You guys both have the bucket hat on. I'm going yeah. no hat. This is more of a safari. Hat. Yeah. That's he looks safari. like he's going, he looks like he might yeah. be in Africa right now going on a safari. It, it had the little strap, but I broke it like two minutes before. The Jack show looks started. like the, uh, the bug catcher in Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He kind of defeat my Caterpie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking blow it away with flamethrower. <laughs> Smoke that thing. Just murky caterpies. That's great. That is great. No, but yes. um, There's a lot to talk about, about obviously the spring, spring training. Um, First and foremost, we had Carlos Correa come to town this past weekend. That was interesting. What was it? First play? He, uh, first action he got, he made like a diving play. Yeah, I believe so. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, like it, like we were saying last episode, it was a very interesting signing them unloading Donaldson's money just to kind of spend it on Correa. You know, obviously that's an upgrade for him right there. And, you know, with their offense, they're going to, you know, honestly be a pretty good team in that division. And 
Um, like, of course, you know, we face the twins just about every other day in spring training. So we get to see a lot of them. Yeah. Fort Myers, you, you share, you know, Fort Myers. What was the, um, the trophy that they, they had, like they had a, they've changed the name like several times. It's like the mayor's cup or something. The mayor's cup. Like that. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Fort Myers, Florida, uh, Florida Gulf coast is in Fort Myers. That's where Chris yep. Sale went. Yeah. Dunk City. <laughs> I feel like we should try to rename that trophy. The mayor's trophy doesn't sound right. Like, we need to have it something about, like, beating the Yankees in the playoffs. Yeah, let's yeah. do that right now. Let's rename yeah. the mayor's. Let's rename the mayor's trophy. I don't think it needs to be that. I think it can be something else. Yeah. yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe work in, like, Bronxy or something into the name. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know, like the Bronx, like the Bronxy Memorial Cup or something like that. I feel like maybe it should be commemorating the Twins letting David Ortiz go to the Red Sox and then <laughs> yeah. go in our favor. I the feel big, like it should be called like the Big Poppy, uh, like rivalry or something. The Big Poppy, um, you could call it the Poppy's Cup. Poppy's Cup. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Poppy's Cup. That's, there we that's go. Perfect. Yeah, Poppy's Cup. I think we just renamed it right there. Yep. Yeah, we did it. One take, guys. High five. Yeah. Nice. Good job. Nice. Yeah. Good job. That was awesome. Look at that. You know, if we worked in MLB headquarters, we wouldn't have a lockout. That's very true. We get this thing done in one take, like yeah. we just did. That's very true. It's we're, really we're sad. Yeah. It, it's really sad, like with Sully Suzuki not being on the Red Sox, yeah. because if him. And Fitzgerald were heading back to back. You know, it'd be Sully and Fitzy back to back, just dropping bombs. I mean, that was that's a that's a that's a lot of content that we missed out on. Yeah. Training. Um I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think Boston could handle that much. No. Like Fitzy and Sully in the same lineup. Like that's overload right there. It is. With Dave O'Brien in the booth. <laughs> Dave, yeah. Dave O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who's batting ninth? Marlboro Reds. <laughs> batting eighth, your cousin. Yeah. Sam Adams. Yeah. No free ads though. Yeah, but Sam Adams, if you want to sponsor us, we're open to that. Yeah. Also Carpoon or anybody. Yeah. Yeah, or literally anyone. Or Marlboro Reds. Or Marlboro Reds. Marlboro. Dude, smoking's cool. Yeah. This is medical advice. All right. If they do sponsor us, we'll just do one episode where we're just, uh, you know, ha- having a podcast and just like, yeah, chain smoking Marlboros the entire time. Yeah. I'm very down. That's that's <laughs> as good a content. I don't know how yet. down my landlord's going to be, but I'm down. <laughs> Yeah, that might be an outdoor episode. I mean, you're you're allowed to smoke inside in Florida establishments, so I think right. we might need to actually just do it down there. No, yeah. Florida, they make you smoke inside. <laughs> true, true story, actually. This is a, a 100% true story. Um, there's this bar slash club in Miami, and it's called Mangoes, and it's a very, very good time. And you can smoke inside there. So me and my friends... One time we were there and against our better judgment, you know, very drunk, we were going to smoke a cigarette and we were about to go outside to smoke a cigarette. And some guy, 
he spots us and he stops us. And like, we like turn around thinking like, Oh shit, we got caught. Like, you know, whatever. And he goes, Hey, you guys get back in here and smoke that in here. (laughs) Don't go outside to smoke it. He's like, you can, you smoke it in here. And I was like, Holy shit. This is like, this is unbelievable. It's like the best place on earth. And I was like, well, I'm just going to go outside to get a lighter. If that's okay. He's like, no, you can't do that. Here's one. And he gave me a lighter. (laughs) And me and my buddy were just looking at each other like, this is, this is like Florida is the greatest place on earth for like, you know, certain things. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a true story. That's so funny. That's like such a culture shock from up here. Oh yeah. Like they would never allow you that just wouldn't even cross their minds to do that. Yeah. Then like they had like the cigar girl going around. She was just offering cigars. Pretty cool. Pretty wild. Nice. There's a baby smoking a stogie in the corner. Like. <laughs> yeah. It probably is. There probably is a little, literally a baby. He's way more tan than anyone in there. <laughs> He's got tattoos. Yep. Yeah. No regrets across his neck. No, yeah, we'll we'll do the Marlboro episode. We'll maybe smoke inside the chilies and see how long it takes us to get kicked. <gasps> out. Or, or the Hooter. Or the Hooters. Yeah. Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> it's all of our birthdays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're triplets. <laughs> Maybe we can have one of the Hooters waitresses on for our show. If we smoked in the Hooters, we we'd come out of there like they would make us their king. Yeah. We'd <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> be the, like the hen of the Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Team started off fucking red hot though and then kind of hit the wall and just yeah. proving spring training wins and losses do not mean a goddamn thing. I, I really did think the team was going for like the uh for just the undefeated streak. They were never gonna lose a game the entire year, including spring training. And they were on a good run. Uh, but they're now what, seven and four in yeah. the Grapefruit League? Yeah. Seven and four. So I think they're just trying to lull teams into a false sense of security for when the right. season starts. This is just a decoy for when it doesn't matter. So that way the Rays and the Twins and the Yankees are like, oh, we don't have to play hard against Boston. They lost the last three out of four in spring training. And then, you know, we sweep them, uh, go 161-1. and one. We'll lose one game and then uh, win the World Series. Yeah. Yep. No, I think that's, I think that's pretty genius. Well- where would the one loss come from? Where do you, where do you think? The oh, Orioles. Yeah, the Orioles, yeah. Yep. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, you know, it, it, spring training to me, it's one of those things where as a baseball fan, you, you just, you get overly excited about bad players and you get like, but the, the good players doing bad means fucking nothing to you. Yeah. Like, I think it's just so funny. It's like, it's like Chris Sale can get shelled for like 12 runs and everyone be like, well, it's spring training. But then, you know, Fitzgerald goes out and, and hits 400 and everyone's like, it's fucking spring training. He's <laughs> he's legit. He's a real deal. <laughs> fucking yeah. sack. Yeah. As we all know, Sam Travis has won multiple MVPs <laughs> yep. uh, based on his March performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam Travis should have played college basketball. He loves March. Yeah, JBJ, too. No, JBJ, another big spring guy, especially that 2013 spring where 
the uh, he took Cole Hamels deep, and I remember I was like, "This guy's ready. This guy's ready." <laughs> and it turns out he was not quite ready, uh, but uh, it ended up working out all right, and it's still working for some reason. So here we are. Yep, I can't believe nine years later we're He's watching still, Jackie yeah. Bradley have a good spring training and wondering, well, is Jackie gonna make the team? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's deja vu all it's, over again. It's deja vu. It's deja vu. Hopefully it is, because that year they won the World Series. So That would be a good Yeah, this is going to be Jimmy J's third ring. We, we're not talking about that. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, people don't talk enough about JBJ potentially being the three-time World Series champion. Yeah, and, and he had a huge part in 2018. He was so clutch in that ALCS. Right. Um, against the Astros, yeah, he had a he had a great series, great series, and then also in the World Series, he hit that tying home run. They ended up losing that game in the the eighteen inning game, but that was just huge. Um, no, I just he was a big part of twenty eighteen. Yeah. I, I really think that he can be a big part of this team, um, playing right field. You know, having a chance to play almost every day, going to see excellent defense, and if he can hit, you know, whatever it is. 230 get on base maybe you know on 310 320 clip then you take what you take what you can get it hits ninth you know yeah i feel like he's gonna be he's gonna end up being one of those guys that's just gonna make he's gonna make a big play in a really important game in the playoffs whether it's the alcs or the world series he's gonna come up whether it's at the plate or if it, or it's defensively whatever it is he's gonna end up making a play that's going to really have a huge impact and potentially yeah, the I could Red see Sox it. winning a World Series. He's just going to – I feel like he's – there's always like that random guy that you never suspect that's just going to make a huge play in a big moment, and it's going to have a huge impact on the team. Yeah, Rob Refsnyder. Yeah. So what I wish we could do with JBJ is use the designated hitter spot on him and just have our pitcher hit. Because I feel like it would essentially be the same thing. So, like, instead of the designated hitter being for the pitcher, it's for the right fielder. <laughs> That's like, uh, who used to do that? Um, there used to be a, a manager in the National League that would hit the pitcher eighth and then have his ninth hitter, like, just hit ninth. Joe Madden. Joe Madden would do that yeah. on the Cubs all the time. Yes. Joe Madden on the Cubs. Yes. 100% correct. Yeah. And... I feel like as the nine hitter and like you're hitting behind the pitcher, I just feel like that's such a kick in the dick for you. Yeah. You just got to feel like an absolute scumbag at that point. Like, am I really that bad? It's just going to suck. Oh, I'm worse than the guy that's known for not hitting. (laughs) Unless it's like Madison Bumgarner or something like that. Then it's like, you know, he hits rockets. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. That's right. He's taking a dip for the worst. Oh, it's bright without the sunglasses on, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. That's yeah. It's like not... during, like it's like exiting a movie theater where you're like, oh, oh shit, the, there's actual lights in here. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm not gonna take these off until after because I I feel like I'm just gonna look like, whoa, what yeah. is going on, man? You know. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got about spring? It, it's just because you, you got a little red eyes there. It's okay. We don't. Yeah. Blame you. Yeah. yeah no, I would exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Jack, you would never do that. 
Yeah. Um, and Bob, Bobby D's had a couple piss missiles in spring training. He's, 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 you know, he's got some potential here. Yeah. Looking pretty decent. Couple home runs, two seventy eight batting average, seven RBIs. Bobby, you know, Bobby's right there in the mix. Obviously we have, you know, Ryan Fitzgerald, but going back to, um, Bobby D right. This is a big time make or break year for him. So these, these at bats in spring training are important for him, even though he is, you know, he's a full-time starter at this current point where the team is, but that doesn't mean he, he doesn't need to make his mark. He still does. He still does. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, he, his job isn't hundred percent secure. I mean, he obviously has that starting first base job to begin the season. You know, we'll see if he needs to make a position change once Cassis is ready or if he'll really just kind of run away with it. And, you know, maybe you can keep Cassis down in Worcester for a little bit to develop uh, just for maybe another year or so, or see, you know, what options are available after that. But he does have a lot to prove. You've seen some flashes of excellence, especially when he first got called up and at the end of last year, now in spring. So if you can somehow get that Bobby doll back for, you know, even five months out of the season, not even all six months of the season, you're going to have a very good first baseman that you can depend on for the regular season and then the playoffs as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge year for Bobby D. Also, another guy who made a who made a big play this past weekend was uh, Jaron Duran. Um, you know, I know he's batting what, 333 so far. He actually had that. Uh, he scored on a what, sack fly from second. Second base. I think. That yep. guy has wheels, man. Let me he tell does. you. He does. Wheels. He, I mean, that's impressive. Second base, that's impressive. That's Jacoby Ellsbury level stuff. And, that that, and an, that, that's another guy we've talked about, you know, this offseason is – uh, again, a big year for him. Him, Bobby D. These are big years for these two guys, and, and Jared Duran's right up there. Um, you know, I think if he has a big year, it's going to be a huge. Obviously, it's big for the Sox, and and he's a and he's you know a great young player, and so for him to have a good year, um, you know, it's it's going to be huge. Yeah, for I, him for him and the team. Sorry, Jack. Go ahead. Yeah, no, he did get optioned down, but he's going to be back up on the Major League Club at some point this year. So hopefully, you know, you see more of that raw talent, more of that raw speed, and, uh, you know, he can still make a contribution, especially if anybody goes down in the outfield in any position, really. Yeah, and I think throughout the year, hopefully the the idea would be that he'll not compete for a job, but plug in, you know, fill in, plug and play, might replace Jackie Bradley by the end of the year. I think the cool thing about this Red Sox team is that they do have a lot of options pretty much everywhere. You know, we've talked about it so much um, in the past few episodes, but there's so many different cool things to do, play around with. Uh, and Alex Cora really is just, you know, perfect for that task. And um, and moving forward as well um, on the, the on Bloom's side. Right. You have a lot you can play around with via trade, um, you know, acquisitions, maybe get a veteran starter in exchange for some young players. So there's a lot to a lot to do, a lot to, you know, figure out before the team is set in stone after July 31st. No, I mean, if there's anybody to, you know, handle uh, the transaction side of things, it's going to be Bloom. I know some people are a little bit shaky on him. I think we're all in agreement that he's done a good job for us so far so 
I think, you know, uh, this team has been put in a really good position to even win just going into the regular season at this point. Obviously, we talked about it a lot last year, having Trevor Story back and making his debut on uh, spring training soon is going to really help us out a lot. So uh, really excited to, you know, actually get to see him in a uniform and uh, playing baseball with us where it's not in some random backfield off of a double A pitcher. Right, exactly. I think he's supposed to be making his uh, debut, I think it was, what, Thursday, I think? He's supposed to be in I there? think he was already supposed to, and then he had a baby selfish. Right, yeah, I mean. And had his spring training debut got pushed back a few days because of the right. baby. Yeah. yeah, congrats on the sex. Yeah. Arno. Plan to have your baby in, like, December. It's not going to matter. Right. I really can't really speak because I'm an accident, but here we go. <laughs> yeah. That's hey, true. But look, look at where it got you, Jack. Yeah, no, I'm, you know, the, the best Red Sox podcast in existence right now. Right. You were yeah. born for, you were born for this and Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Nothing else. That's it. Unfortunately. You have the most raw Twitter talent that I think, you know, the world has seen. You know, that's no one's seen the you. rainbow fish. <laughs> yeah, that that account is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. That is just well, I'm sorry, I'm not better than rainbow fish. I'm just not. That is so fucking fun. <laughs> Can I just shout you out, Jack, right now for the memes that you you put out today? Uh, did, Those are... did you shout me out? No, I'm saying I I I'm gonna I'm shouting you he, out right doing, now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, right sorry, now. I just yeah. Yeah. Learn how to well, take a compliment. <laughs> Uh, colleague Matt LeBeau is also responsible for some of the memes, especially yep. pointing well, yeah, out you, yeah. the terribleness of how uh, Connecticut fan or Yankees fans in Connecticut are the absolute worst. Yeah, you just got to hammer them 24-7. That's what it's all about. That's what this year is going to be about, just crushing Yankee fans and, and making them feel very small and sad. Because we always assume, you know, it's the New York Yankees fans that are the worst, but Connecticut and New Jersey uh, ones are just as bad, so we also need to make sure that we hate on both of those uh, terrible states. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Jack knows firsthand experience. He had boots on the ground in New Jersey years ago. It's bad. And he bad. knows how bad it is. He, he, he really he, he has PTSD from New Jersey. He can't even mention the name, you know, without yeah. him having flashbacks. Yeah. So Jack uh, does not like yeah. does not like New bad. Jersey. He does not like New Jersey. But he does like Gabagoo, which yeah, he does. He he's pro Italian, pro Gabagool. Yeah. You know, everybody's pro Gabagoo. That's right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that that's the Italians. They just happen to be there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not their fault. Yeah. Speaking of um, not liking Italians, the Irishman Ryan Fitzgerald is killing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. Twenty-seven-year-old, like just nobody that nobody's heard of in the Red Sox system before this month is classic spring training hero, and I'm all about it. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. I, I was looking at some of his stats, right? Not only from the most recent years because he, he has some pretty good numbers from 2021, and I mean 2019 he wasn't too bad either. Um, in Salem, but I was looking at some of his college stats when he was at Creighton. Um, 
and he played in the Big East. Not the greatest baseball conference, but, I mean, the kid really never... I don't even know how he snuck on to a big league. Like, he hit, like, 230 his senior year. He had a 6'10 OPS. Senior year of college. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You know, it's the grit. It's the grit that we respect. It's the. Sure. It's definitely for him. It's got to be like he's got to have some kind of like intangibles. Maybe he's like a locker room guy, and we just don't know it. But he's got to be providing. Maybe a scout. Right. Right. Yeah. He know. Yeah. He he definitely. You know, like they like they say. You know, it's all about who you know, and he's got to know somebody. Yeah. I just. This is um. It's just nuts. Like I said, you know. Senior college, six ten OPS, one home run, twenty four RBIs. It's not like he didn't play a lot. He played in fifty five games. He had two hundred and forty plate appearances. Um, then he just starts playing independent baseball in twenty seventeen, and his he starts doing pretty well. That's when he kind of started to make his his journey. Yeah, and then he made the jump from independent league, and the Red Sox picked him up in twenty eighteen. Now he's really I mean, he's crushing it. He's crushing it. What? But he had a good year last year. So this yeah. is just Daniel Nava again. It is. <laughs> no, it is. Like, he might as well just be Irish Daniel Nava. Yeah. He he definitely How is. about it? Does he leave a ticket for... Um, shit, what was her name? Who's Aaron the, Andrews? Aaron Andrews, yes. Oh, what a savage. Yes. yes. Daniel Nava left a ticket every game for Aaron Andrews. I don't know I'm how true that did is. Did she ever come? I'm sure she did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Whoa, this show just got really PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we don't appreciate the crass humor. <laughs> uh, that'd, be, that'd be nice. I mean... I hope she did. I hope she. I hope she made it. Made it to Fenway. Um, probably not. I mean, she. Li- I mean, I guess she was in Connecticut. She works at ESPN, so like, it, it's not too bad. Yeah. You know, it's not like she's across the country or anything. But you know, Daniel Nava deserves love. You know, he deserves Aaron Andrews, and I hope she did. You know, make it to Fenway. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, but you know, who knows. Who knows? I we like to believe. Yeah. yeah, Aaron Andrews, if you're listening, you know, uh, a couple few guys will be at Fenway on April 15th. So feel free. Yeah. If you retweet us, you have a very good chance of winning. Right. Retweet it. Like, yeah. subscribe, five stars. Oh, yeah. By the way, Don't everyone listening, go to go to our Twitter account, retweet our pinned tweet, like it follow us and yep. you get entered to win some Red Sox tickets. I mean, it's a, it's a no brainer. Even if you, if you don't have a Twitter and you're listening to this, make one it takes half a second, make, make it one a burner. and Jack opening day, it. opening day tickets, opening day tickets, not standing room. They are seats. Yeah. Opening day tickets. We'll be there. We will be there as well. Yes. Yeah. Confirm. Confirmed. Yep. We'll be the guys with the beers. Yes. Can you imagine, like, if you actually listen to us regularly, you're like, oh, my God, now I guess I need a Twitter. 
<laughs> like we didn't try to convince you before. Like it might just be the only person without it actually might be my mom who who follows four people on Twitter. Us is one of them. And you know, I I don't even think she follows my personal one, which I think is good for both of us, but uh yeah, she, every once in a while I'll see like the notification that she liked a tweet from hers like two weeks ago, and I'm like, oh man, I forgot that my mother sees this. <laughs> so does that ever cross your mind when you're like firing off a tweet? Nah, that, like, nah your mom, I, I, your I, potentially I, your mom is seeing this. Yeah, you know, it probably should be a factor, but you know, I can't let it get in the way of our fans. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah. The con, the fans. You know, you gotta you gotta make them happy. You gotta make them happy. But no, I'm 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 actually pretty pumped. You know, Lebeau, now that you mentioned this, you know, we're only a couple weeks away, really. Um, you know, from that uh, from that opening day game against the Twins. Again, we were talking about the Twins earlier today with spring training. So you know, I think they built up a little bit of a rivalry. So that should be a bloodbath on opening day. That's what I'm thinking. Ryan Fitzgerald's probably gonna have a big day. You know, he'll he'll probably come off the bench. Um, you know, he'll make a big play and um, you know, it'll it'll be a happy ending on April fifteenth. Yeah. Do you, do you guys think Ryan Fitzgerald has any chance to make this team? He's already been optioned. Oh, I didn't know <laughs> he, that. he has already been cut. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But I do yeah. think no. we haven't seen the last of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I definitely think he'll have his chance, but I didn't see. I didn't realize that. I just feel like this kid has the story, you know. Like you mentioned, LeBeau, a tough senior year. And then he plays independent ball. Then the Red Sox pick him up, gets optioned, had a great spring training. This guy is going to come up at some point this season. And, and you know what? I'm going to call it right now. He's going to hit a grand slam in his first at bat. Against, against Joe Blanton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. It, this is just, like I said, this is just Daniel Nava again. I, I'm not convinced it's not Daniel Nava wearing a wig. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to clip this and we're going to save it. And when this happens, we'll play the clip. And, uh, and the I'll clip. buy a lottery ticket immediately. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I think if we predict this, you know, the Red Sox should give us like free season tickets or something. If we, you know, they should give us something. Maybe put us, you know, on the jumbotron or something. Something. Why don't, uh, why don't, why don't we? Uh, why don't we? Why don't we put a little Daniel Nava home run call in there for the for the yeah. kids at home? Maybe right now. Base is loaded, nobody out, and there's a drive hit deep to right field, way back, and it is gone into the Red Sox bullpen. How about that? A grand slam homer for Daniel Nave in his first major league at bat. You have got to be kidding me. By the way, I, I, if I want one thing from the Red Sox, I, I want to own Wally. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, just. Like, kind of as a pet, kind of as a friend. It's kind of a weird thing because, you know, I do have to feed him and take care of him. But he does what do the you, bathroom what do you, on his own. What do you he does get changed. On his what do you own, feed so. him? Cats. 
<laughs> Baby. Yeah, just like Alf. <laughs> Do you think Wally drinks beers? Oh, uh, he's not 21 quite yet, but... Okay. Um, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> If you do, I'm not, I didn't see anything, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Just don't tell your mother. <laughs> if you have a cat, hide it. Yeah, Wally will eat your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, is there a stray cat problem where you live? Because, I mean, Wally might take care of it. Yeah, there's no stray cats in Providence, Rhode Island, or in Florida. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely no stray cats in Florida. <laughs> Not at all. I've yeah. never seen any. There, there's stray cats in uh, Yankee Stadium, if I remember correctly. Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah. There is. Where do you think those cats come from? Like, you know, every year we always get, like, a cat at a, at a random stadium that just runs around the outfield. Like, where do these cats come from? The street. How do they get in? <laughs> Other do they cats? Ha- did they buy a ticket? Yeah, they did. No, they yeah. did. That's actually standing room they only. Did. But no, they, they got they, it. Yeah, they they cats. They bought the cheapest ticket, and then right before the game started, they looked on StubHub to see yeah. which seats were available, <laughs> yeah. and then they yeah. moved down to the better seats. <laughs> they, yeah. they got some student nine tickets from the text message alert. They got yeah. a Northeastern. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're at the. Uh, they're at the uh, the bullpen before it's getting crushed. Oh yeah, we're, when are we gonna tease our uh, our official bar? I know that was talked about. Oh yeah, I, well I, we brought it up, so uh, definitely you know I, we've made the decision of what our official bar is gonna be for Fenway. We'll announce that during the season preview show once uh, you know we get there. We'll announce the tickets. We'll we'll be a good episode for the boys. Yeah, it will. Yeah. This is this is like. Um, this is like our spring training because, yeah. you know, we have some like actual game stuff to talk about, but none of it really matters. And um, it's not like really like we're hanging on every pitch. So right. this is like a good warm up, you know, for actual stuff to talk about. And then that season preview show, that's going to be, you know, our opening day. And then from there on, it's going to be one episode a week, sometimes two episodes a week, depending on what happens. And, you know, pretty much go from there. Yeah, unfortunately, we do have jobs like I want this to be our full time job because uh, then I would just be making memes all day. And uh, <laughs> that's what you were born to do. Yeah, exactly. I, I hope uh, my current boss understands that this is my true passion. Making memes. I'm sure he does. Yeah. I'm sure he has a good idea. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well aware. <laughs> Every th- I think everybody that knows you, Jack, just knows that this is your calling. And making yeah. memes is what you were born to do. About Wally eating cats. <laughs> we're going to get a cease and desist from the Boston Red Sox about their mascot <laughs> eating <laughs> fucking cats. Well, what's Wally going to say about it? <laughs> can he, he, Wally can not, neither confirm nor deny he eats cats. Yeah, Wally's been real quiet since the cat allegation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen a cat at Fenway? Nope. Nope. 
wonder why. Just saying. Yankees don't have a mascot. Seen a cat there. Yep. <laughs> ah, you're right. I think you're right. Wally you're eats cat. You're making a good yeah. point. You're making Wally a damn does good eat point. Cats. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no cat is safe in Boston, man. Cats are yeah. getting the hell out of Boston, especially in the Fenway area right now as we speak. They are dipping. Yeah. Never mind because of the cold. It's because of Wally. Yes. Like, man, it is going to be a ghost town on April 15th once Wally comes out of hibernation. These cats will scramble. Let, they have let me ask you, no idea what's coming. I was thinking about spring training the other day. Um, and I have to ask, like, do you think that there's someone that, like, out there where their season starts at truck day and then it ends, like, at the Mayor's Cup, like, the Fort Myers, and then, like, they stop caring after that? Do you think that there's, like, someone that's, like, all right, like, the season's over now. Like, we figured out who is better, the Red Sox or the Twins. Like, I don't really care about the rest of the season. Like, do you think do you think that there's people like that? In the state of Florida, maybe. <laughs> Florida, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Only, yeah. yeah, maybe, just maybe. Yeah. Like, they're spring training baseball fans. It's the purest form because they're not really trying. <laughs> you know who's actually better just based on pure talent instead of them actually trying. Right. No. Yeah, because Florida sports fans aren't known. They're really, they're really not great. So I could see them just caring about, like, you know, uh, spring training games. Yeah. It's just kind of something for them to do, you know. Um, Honestly, you know, kind of. It, yeah, if you look at it, like, there's more people at the Red Sox spring training games than at Razor Marlins games. Yeah. A lot of people clearly only do care about spring training down there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, Sam Travis down there got, like, the key to the city. <laughs> Dude, imagine yeah, he, being he's like, like a, a state a senator for like fucking uh, Fort Myers at this point. Like he owns property or in a timeshare down there. He's like he's <laughs> the mayor of Fort Myers. He is. Yeah. He is. Yeah, we got Travis Shaw, the mayor of Ding Dong City. We got uh, Sam Travis, the mayor of Fort Myers. Florida. The mayor of Fort Myers. <laughs> uh, it's the most <laughs> insulting, but like you know, funny nickname of all time. <laughs> Honestly, if your name was the mayor of Fort Myers, like that's actually, I, I feel like that's a little bit of a badge of honor. You got to wear yeah. that with pride. You got to wear that so with pride. So if you didn't know, like Fort Myers is just kind of this random area in Florida. Fort Myers sounds cool as shit. Like what fort was this? Like who is Myers? Like it, <laughs> it, it is a cool sounding name to uh, just kind of be a random Florida town. Yeah, no, you're right. Imagine like being from Fort Myers, though. Like if you were just like a kid, like say like one of us is just like, yeah, I was born and raised in Fort Myers, Florida. Chris yeah. Sale. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, oh, no, he's mean, from, he's we from would Lakeland. have a giant Believe tattoo down our rib cage. I think he's from Lakeland, actually. So Steve Pierce. That sounds Steve Pierce, another legend. Yep. 
You see a lot of people uh, in the majors from Florida, though. Same with Texas and Cali, because you know oh, it's yeah. somehow easier to get better at baseball when you can play it all year. Yeah, you play it all year round. Competition's better. There's just so many people. I mean, these places are already densely populated as it is. Um, I mean, that's where those are the three best states. Definitely. Not Connecticut. Not Connecticut. No. No, or or no. Rhode Island, unfortunately, except yeah. Rocco Baldelli. Rocco Shout Baldelli. out to the Twins and Fort Wait, Myers. It all uh, comes full circle. And Rhode Island native Thomas Pannone, who is now on the Red Sox. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. He stinks. He does stink, but he <laughs> we're cheering for him. Still. Yeah, of course. No, I'm rooting for him. Good guy. Good family. Come on the pod. Even though we yeah. just said you stink. Yeah, well, but he, he knows. He, I mean, just you can't deny the numbers, Thomas. <laughs> it's right. just stats. Numbers just, don't lie. Yeah, it's just ta- we, stats. But we're cheering for you. We're cheering. Yeah, we're cheering for you, Tom. And I mean, who knows? Hey, crazier things have happened. Yeah. yeah. And we're cheering for you, Fitzy, as well. We know you're going to yep. make a big impact on this team at some point this season. Don't let the op. Don't get. In, don't let getting optioned put you down. You're a big part of this club. You're you're an option for the team. Right. That's a good way to spin it. That's how you spin it. That's how you make a negative a positive, Jack. I love that about you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good vibes only. Live, laugh, love. Hell yeah. Saw, dude. That's all, though. <laughs> Man, but uh, now nah, I'm looking forward to the to the season starting. You know, the, this uh, the spring training's getting the juices flowing. Opening days around the corner. Our uh, our inaugural. This this is actually our next episode is going to be great because this is really like the, you know, the first one that we've had to begin a season. You know, we started yeah. in the playoffs last year, so this is like really like our first big one. I would say. Um, oh, absolutely. I I mean, I I would argue that we actually really haven't even gotten going yet. I mean, right. you know, we're here, but like now we have the groundwork for a full season, a full one sixty two breaking down, you know, the gameplay, the standings, the other teams, you know, the all-star break, you go through the playoff chase, you know, everything. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be really exciting and really fun. So these last, on board. these last 21 episodes have just been a prank. They've been, pr- yeah, it's been, it's yeah, been it's just a 21 episode prank. Yeah. And now, it's a now social it's experiment. Real. Right. Right. Yeah. Now we wanted to see if real. anybody would actually listen to this, like not even trying. And now that we're actually going to be doing stuff, like now you should start actually listening. Now you definitely right. should. It's going to get good. It's this is a really perfect good. time to hop on the bandwagon right now. This is when you hop I, on. I feel like we're really like, you know, preaching to the choir. These are the people already listening. We're, uh, you know, just letting them know. Tell your friends. Other... Yeah. Yeah. As long as they're not named Kyle Sullivan, because if they are, then they already know about the show and they're already on. Yeah, the Kyle already yeah. knows. Get some people not named Kyle Sullivan, please. Thank you. Yeah. If Which you're listening, gonna be Kyle. Hard in uh, Boston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got Sullivan's. We got Suzuki's. We got uh, Fitzgerald's. We got all these Irish fucks. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need any more. We don't need any more. Yeah. We were enough. Irish need not apply. (laughs) (laughs) 
we're we're going a real throwback here. 150 yeah. here. Yep. Yep. This uh, is that a, was a throwback. This that is a big a throwback. throwback episode. Yeah. That brought me back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anybody else got anything about spring training? Anything like that? Uh, Matt Barnes looks good. That's I was happy to see him actually do well this spring. So yeah, I, I did want to bring that up. So good. I feel confident with him being in the back end of uh, uh, the bullpen to entering the season. Yeah, I would too. You got, I mean, you kind of, I don't want to say stuck with him, but he's your guy. I mean, you paid him all that money. He's going to be there. He's not going anywhere. You got to give him a chance and see what happens. It's pretty much yeah. it. I mean, I guess the one thing with Barnes is like, you know, obviously at a tough second half of the year. So hopefully, you know, he kind of learned from that and, you know, you know, he can kind of, you know, take stuff, you know, from that second half of the year and, and bring it into this year and, and kind of know, you know, where he wants to be, you know, what he wants to do moving forward. And, and hopefully he doesn't, you know, hit as big of a slump that he did last year, this year. So hopefully he the big thing is you hope he learned from it. And you hope he goes into it, into this season with a clean slate, and uh, and hopefully he pitches like he did in the first half of last year. And I think you're really cooking with that uh, with that back half of the bullpen. Yeah, I agree. Especially with Whitlock seemingly entering the rotation to possibly even start the season now, you're going to need a lot of those guys to do well in that bullpen because you are losing an ace in the back end there that can go multiple innings. So uh, might need to piece them together still, but you know hopefully. It all works out when, you know, he's giving you six scoreless innings or one run ball. So obviously, you know, he has a little bit of a better value there. And so far, he's actually looked pretty good in that role. Yeah. And and next episode, you know, we'll break down the starting rotation, our predictions for the season, go through every single position, you know, all 25, 26, 27, 28 players on the roster, I guess. Um, And, you know, touch on that this is kind of like a bridge episode you know we're, we don't we don't want to uh, say too much about the 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 team and how it's going to kind of come together because we're going to really save that for next week right um but yeah i mean i think that whitlock in the rotation i think that is is a good move it looks like that's how it's going to start the year and or at least like as an opener you know kind of like an opener thing right yeah Maybe ease him yeah. into it. We'll see. A little bit of yeah, an appetizer. Yeah, yeah and I, I know I enjoyed getting my tan on this episode and these oh, nice exactly. UV rays, not the devil rays. Uh, yep. Fuck, uh, remember my homie Steve Irwin. So yeah, um, yeah, no, uh, time to catch a, another fourteen-hour uh, drive back up to New England. Yeah, yeah. good you, luck. You got, drive long, safe. you got a long yep. drive ahead of you. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to leave where you're at right now. You look like you're in a beautiful spot, and you're coming yeah, up to you know, uh, forty pixels. Yeah, yep. yeah. No, it looks it looks awesome. It looks awesome. You must have got a raise then, because it looks like you're in a pretty good, uh, pretty expensive resort over there. Yeah, that was yeah, nice. yeah. I, I'm at uh, the Bahamas. Nice. nice. That's not Florida. Atlanta. It's yeah. okay. I'm in uh, Bahama, Florida. Um, <laughs> It's this really low key town. Yeah. Nobody nobody knows about it. But uh yeah. No, I think that about wraps it up for uh I think it does. spring training. 
we got a little bit of a rust off, you know, and uh, excited to kick it off that next episode. Like we said, it's going to be big. And then and then the season starts. So yep. let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Awesome. All right. Let's get it. All right. I'm in the corner <laughs> watching you kiss the Peace. Peace. <laughs>